Welcome to A Jolt of Joy. I am Carol McLeod, your host and Bible teacher and author right here on the Charisma Podcast Network. Okay, let me start today by asking you a question. Where is your faith? Do you have any faith? Are you walking by faith and not by sight? Are you allowing your faith to lead the way? You know, all of us in our lives are believing for something impossible. All of us are praying for something or standing in faith for something. We would all agree that all things are possible to him who believes, but do you believe? Do you believe in the God of miracles? Right now, I want to challenge you to take all of your impossibilities to Jesus. Your faith must spend time on its knees in order to grow. Now, as we do every weekday, let's open our Bibles and study the Word of God together. We're currently in a series entitled, The Time Is Now, which is based on the life of Jesus in the book of Mark. Jesus had just been on the mountaintop with God the Father and with Elijah and Moses and with Peter, James, and John. And when he came down from the mountain, he came upon an explosive argument that the disciples were having with the scribes. And there was a whole crowd of people gathered around listening to them argue. Mark 9, 16. And he asked them, what are you discussing with them? Jesus wanted to know what they were talking about, what they were disputing about. And you know what? I have a feeling he already knew what was going on here, don't you? Mark 9, 17 and 18. And one of the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought you my son, possessed with a spirit, which makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it slams him to the ground, and he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and stiffens out. I told your disciples to cast it out, and they could not do it. So Jesus came down to a very delicate situation. There was a demon-possessed boy with very serious symptoms. The desperate father had asked the disciples to pray for him, and nothing had happened. Nothing had changed. You know, I've often felt like these disciples must have felt at this moment. Why aren't my prayers answered? Do the lack of answers for my prayers put Jesus into judgment with the crowd around? For now, let me just say this. This is what is so valuable about this situation is that Jesus had been on the mountaintop conferring with Moses and Elijah. He had heard the audible voice of God. That same Jesus is the Jesus who cares about human problems, who cares about human suffering. He listens to your pain. Mark 9, 19. And Jesus answered them and said, O unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. Wow, these are some highly charged words. Jesus came from heaven and has put his life on the line for all of humanity. And now those who are closest to him can't even pray in faith. Apparently, the nine disciples who didn't go up on the mountain were 
unbelieving. They didn't have the faith that this task required. And so Jesus said, bring him to me. Bring the boy to me. And I want to encourage you today, take your impossibilities to Jesus with no delay. Mark 9, 20. And they brought the boy to him. And when the boy saw Jesus, immediately the spirit threw him into a convulsion. And falling to the ground, he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. You know, sometimes when you take your impossibility to Jesus, it might get worse before it gets better. That's when you know that you're dealing with the enemy, when your situation gets worse before it gets better. Mark 9, 21 and 22. And Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has this been happening to him? And the father said, from childhood, it has often thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, Jesus, take pity on us and help us. This desperate father said, if you can do anything, apparently this father's faith was at an all-time low. The inability of the disciples to help this father had caused some serious doubts in his soul. You know, we encounter the same thing when the church disappoints us, don't we? What should we do when the church disappoints us? We should go to Jesus. We should go directly to Jesus. Mark 9, 23. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible to him who believes. If, Jesus said, this is not about my inability to do anything. This is about your faith. All things are possible to him who believes. If there's a disconnect, it's not on the part of Jesus. It's my faith that is the dangerous and more weak part of prayer. Mark 9, 24. And immediately the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Immediately the father said, yes, Jesus, I do. You are my answer. I believe. I believe that you can do this. And the boy's father said, and whatever part of me doesn't believe, help me out, Jesus. Increase my faith. What a great prayer. Pray it immediately in the face of disappointment and human pain. I do believe, Jesus. Help my unbelief increase my faith in that part of me that doubts. Those are the words that Jesus was waiting to hear from this desperate and disappointed father. And they are the words that Jesus is waiting to hear from you today. Mark 9, 25. And when Jesus saw that a crowd was rapidly gathering, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and do not enter him again. Jesus spoke to the spirit. Jesus took authority over the enemy's attempts to rob this boy of an abundant life. Mark 9, 26. And after crying out and throwing him into terrible convulsions, it came out. And the boy became so much like a corpse that most of them said, he's dead. Do you know what happened? Once again, it got worse before it got better. And then this young boy appeared dead. But my friend, let me hasten to remind you that things are not always as they seem. What you think is dead in the water may actually be pulsing with new life. 
Mark 9, 27. And Jesus took the boy by the hand and raised him, and he got up. Jesus touched him, and he got up. It's a miracle. Now, let me ask you a question. Did Jesus do it, or did the Father's faith do it? Well, let's review and come to a solid theological answer. First of all, in verse 19, Jesus said to the disciples, to the crowd, to the Father, you're unbelieving. The problem is you don't have enough faith. In verse 23, Jesus questioned the Father about his faith. He said, do you believe? Do you think that this is possible? Now, this word possible in verse 23 is the Greek word dunada, and it means the ability the power, one who is able and capable, one who is competent. This word comes from the Greek word dunamis, which means power. There is power that causes a person to become able, capable, and competent for any task at all. When this explosive power comes on the scene and begins to operate in an individual's life, it doesn't matter how unfit, how unqualified, or how uneducated this person is. This power, this dunamis power, energizes a person and makes him capable for the task before him. So who is this person who can accomplish impossible feats with dunamis power? Jesus said, it's the one who believes. This word believes is the Greek word pisteoniti. It comes from the Greek word pistis, which is the word for faith. When pistis, when faith becomes pistioniti, belief, it describes a person who is believing, not a person who had a faith experience in the past, but one who is currently believing today, right now, immediate faith. The time is now for faith. With God, all things are possible. So I must get my thinking in line with my faith today. Now, in verse 24, in Mark 9, 24, the father confessed his belief. And then Jesus spoke to the spirit and the spirit left. Did Jesus do it or did the father's faith do it? Mark 9, verse 28. And when Jesus came into the house, his disciples began questioning him privately saying, why could we not drive it out. The disciples said, why are we such failures? Why couldn't we do it? What is our problem? Mark 9, 29, and Jesus said to them, this kind cannot come out by anything but prayer. Prayer. Your faith must spend time on its knees. Your daily prayer life builds up your faith. If you are not spending daily time in prayer, you'll be frustrated like the disciples were frustrated. Prayer builds your faith. It empowers you. Prayer adds the oomph to a person's life. Has anyone ever told you, oh, you'll never do that. You'll never build a ministry with the word joy in it. You'll never be able to pay for radio. You'll never get a book published this time in the publishing industry. Are you crazy? Carol, most people your age are retiring. They're buying vacation homes and boats and you're going on missionary status. Carol, it is highly unlikely that you will ever be able to accomplish these things. Oh, my friend, 
All things are possible to him who believes, and my faith has spent time on its knees. My thinking must be in line with my faith. My prayer life must be in line with my faith. If I believe that something is impossible, then it's not going to happen because you will get exactly what you believe for. If you believe for nothing, then nothing is exactly what you will get. But if you believe for the impossible, then that is what will happen for you. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.